This one pizza is based off a uh, pizza place in what's called Mystic, Connecticut. And it's a pizza place called A Slice of Heaven. Now, Julia Roberts stars in this particular film called Mystic Pizza. It's like pizza in Mystic, Connecticut. And that's what this film is based on. And we're going to take it minute by minute to figure out why we're talking about pizza in Mystic, Connecticut. Is, is it like a, a former um, tooth that's been worked on, or? I don't think so. I mean, maybe I've had a cavity on it, but like, uh, it's just it's like a premolar, you know. So like one of the ones that's halfway between a molar and an incisor. Mm. Incisor. How do you say that word? Incisor. Incisor. Yeah. No, it's been like uh, it was hurting a lot. Although mostly, uh, well, over the weekend it started hurting, and it was you know on and off the way toothaches often do. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Today, it's mostly been, like, the inside of my mouth, like, the inner part of my cheek that hurts, mm. weirdly enough, which is easier to resolve. I can just kind of rub it, and, you know. Um, I, I wonder if maybe I, like, damaged the inside of my mouth by... I was using a lot of, like, salt gargles and stuff mm. like that, you know. Well, I, I encourage you to not let it stand, because those don't get better. Yeah, I have dental insurance, <laughs> so I should uh, take make use of it. Yes. I, but I just had a ton of dental work done last year, and it was, it. like... Yeah, and I, I'm supposed to get a crown, and I was, and my insurance does not cover that, and so like I was like putting that off. I don't think it's the same tooth. I'm pretty sure that was a molar. Um, I forget which one. As, as the product of thousands of years of inbreeding in Serbia, I can tell you my teeth are like porous limestone or something. <laughs> everything that could go wrong with my teeth do, and I have to be on top of them Aside constantly. from being misaligned, my teeth were fine for many, many years. And then yeah, right. as an adult, like, I'm, I'm wondering if it's because I smoke, like, if cigarettes well, are possibly is, well, damaging my teeth. It, smoking definitely uh, gives you tooth decay and uh, uh, gum disease, which is a big deal. And, like, mm. my dental hygiene could be better. Like, like you know, I mean, I, I brush daily, but, like, you got, you I know gotta, you're supposed to be doing it more than that. You got, you got to floss at least once a day. Yeah, see, I, like, Get don't the floss. Picks. Get those picks. As There's, Mitch Hedberg once said, uh, like, starting flossing is as hard as quitting smoking. <laughs> well, it's a real thing, man. My dentist turned me around. He was he saved my life, I think. But my current dentist. <laughs> yeah. <so. laughs> yeah, dental problems can really, like, genuinely be life-threatening, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I had, I had a wisdom, not a wisdom tooth, I had a... Um, nerve damage right mm-hmm. and I had to have a root canal and it was like the weekend and I didn't have a car and I was just sitting there with like Listerine soaking in my tooth mm-hmm. trying to stop the pain like I wanted to die the pain was so fucking toothache severe. Is like, those are the worst <laughs> so don't ever get there yeah <laughs> no I uh that was in my 20s. I've been doing this trick where uh, you take a piece of ice and you put it on whatever side you have the toothache on. You put it between your thumb and forefinger, the little, like, flap of skin there, and, like, hold it there until you can't anymore. And it kind of, like, numbs the pain. It's hard to tell if it's psychosomatic or not, but I, I saw it recommended a few places. <laughs> the, 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 like, I guess the idea, if it did work, is that it's kind of, like, on the same stretch of nerves. You know how, like, you get a toothache and it gives you a headache, but even though it's not, sure. like, your head that's hurting? Oh, yeah. So so that's on the same thing. So, like, I guess the idea is if you're sending, like, numbing signals to that route... Like kind of numbs the whole way. It mm-hmm. might yeah. just be psychosomatic. It gets it. It's like okay. It sounds up. like some hippie shit to me. <laughs> yeah, no, no. As somebody like I totally. Have, 
I, I am believing in it because it's convenient to believe in it right now. You know what I mean? I don't even believe in chiropractors. Oh, you know? no, well, that's a whole other show. I could talk about, like, I had to learn about chiropractors because my, my girlfriend had a back, real bad back issues this last year. Mm. And she was like, I'm going to go to a chiropractor. And I was like, wait, I heard some, I heard that they're bullshit. So, like, <laughs> did you look into it? Yeah, I did. And, and they actually are bullshit. Other than the physical adjustments is a real thing, but any sports like medicine person mm-hmm. does the exact same thing as that. The only thing that differentiates actual chiropractors, uh, like the real believers, is that they believe in like the energy and all that other nonsense. Mm-hmm. That's not a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> and anybody who tells you otherwise is fucking selling you something, and it's not good. It's right. not a good thing. I, uh... I want to go to a chiropractor. I still haven't been before, but, uh, like, I really want to because one time I got a massage, and uh, it turns out, like, half of the massage is believing in the massage. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you don't jump off that table and feel like, oh, great, my back doesn't hurt anymore. And that's why I got the massage because I was having, like, back problems. Right. And so, like, somebody rubbed on my back for, like, 40 minutes, and I was like, ooh, nice. Sweet. Yeah. But then I got up, and I still had back problems. Sure. So, no, like... I'm, like I don't believe in a chiropractor is like, you know, he's not like a surgeon or anything. He's not going to fix your back forever. But I think a chiropractor will do a lot more for your back well, than a masseuse. Well, go, yeah, go to an actual chiropractor that does adjustments because those are real. But don't let him fuck with your neck. Right. Like, f- mm. fucking with your neck is terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, let him, let him twist you. Let him put your leg over one side and maybe pop it a little bit and adjust. That's you might want to ask them, like, how, how many people have you accidentally killed well, this year? Well, <laughs> the, 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 the first guy she went to worked out of his house. He, like, he answers the door, like, you know, barefoot with a ponytail. He, like, hugs her. No, he accepts no... Um, uh, great if you crack your medical stuff, you right? Right, and he's like, she goes, he was definitely smoking weed <laughs> before she got there. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and then she's like, he's like, no last names. So it was like, you know, I'm like, okay, this is not a real thing. <laughs> yeah. So she finally What's found a guy. Word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She finally found a guy with an actual office, and I'm like, okay, as long as he's not trying to adjust your chi or any of that other nonsense, like I'm, I'm okay with it. But like, I'm even kind of okay with some of that stuff if. Because, like, you know, we're using the term psychosomatic, like, disdainfully here, but, like, you know, there, there's a lot of research that shows that, like, placebos actually have, like, good effects on people. But, mm. not, but not for, like, long term. Like, well, sure, yeah. You know no, what no, I mean? No. Like, maybe in the in- interim, but... I think it doesn't hurt, maybe, but but, but what, what, it, what does bother me is, like, the non-specific stuff. Like, you ever see people that have those, like, Himalayan salt lamps? Yeah. And yeah. try to get them to explain what's good about the Himalayan salt lamp. They can't do it, is the right. thing. Right, like, right. they'll say a bunch of stuff about, like, electrodes and, like, right, right. you know, just stuff that they have no idea what they're saying. Mm. I think that at least with, like, um, with, what do they call the thing with the needles? Um, acupuncture? Like, acupuncture yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. At least they have, like, a method to the madness. I mean, I mean, like, they have stated goals that they're trying to achieve through what they're right. doing. Mm-hmm. I think if it's like a non-specific thing, then you're just wasting your time. Right. Well, yeah, the same with uh, why I would get acupuncture, or why I would get a chiropractor over a massage therapist is kind of the same reason I would get uh, 
acupuncture for, but not for the reasons that people get acupuncture. Like I don't want. Acupuncture. But it's relaxing. I don't want acupuncture for like a spiritual reason. I want acupuncture because I think uh, like the pores in my back are clogged. And <laughs> if you put needles into them, like maybe that might you help my need, back you out. Need, you need some Biore strips. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those things are great. Have you ever, have you ever used that back yeah. as well? Like uh, you pull it off your nose yeah. and it's just like, oh, yeah, like, what is all this sludge <laughs> in yeah. my face? Yeah. We should. Uh, we should for this episode. What we should do is we should. Windsor, you've never done one of those before, I bet. What, uh... The nose strips? Strip? Yeah, I've done Oh, you those. have? Yeah. Well, who hasn't done it in a while? We should put... We should do one in real time on this episode. <laughs> and then we can report in later. Uh, do we actually want to do that? Uh, someone else can. We gotta put Probably not me, though. Yeah, yeah. I'll do it. Yeah, I, I did it recently. How about uh, for an episode, well, I'll get acupuncture on my back. Here, you do the intro, and well, I'm gonna uh, go put this thing on my nose. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, while Holford is putting this thing on his nose... Uh, this is Mystic Pizza Minute. I'm John Windsor, and uh, with us today is... Alex Kolick. Alex Kolick is back. Thank you for coming back, Alex Kolick. Guys, thanks for having me. Now, does Holford really have one? Do you really have one of these nasal strips? Yep. Okay. I'll be like 30 seconds. <laughs> 30 seconds on the clock. I don't know what to do. So what's new? So what's new? Uh, well, we're, we're coming off the this. We're, we're com- Hold on. I got the nasal strip All right, on. We're gonna leave, it, leave it go for a little it takes while. Takes about ten minutes to yeah, harden. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. We'll report back in. Um, and in the meantime, you two can just stare at this thing on my nose. Nice. It'll be great. Sure. Yeah. So uh, let me explain what happens in this minute, minute sixty-six, because I think I took pretty good notes. So JoJo regales the girls of Mystic Pizza with her version of events. She just reported that she broke up with Bill at the end of the previous minute, mm-hmm. and, you know, everybody was kind of, like, silently in awe at this. So here's her version of the story, as I wrote it down. First off, this is no big deal. <laughs> What's yeah, happened yeah. here, not a big deal. She just wants to emphasize that. Yeah, she uh, says in the last minute, no big deal, and then... Right, and the so, then, starts. so then um, she says, Bill and I haven't been getting along. Uh, and so she told him that, and Bill got upset and started crying. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it had to happen, and it's okay, going back to the it's no big deal kind of thing. Um, and she's fine. She's good, even. Uh, and if you think about it, they're actually so different from each other. Right. Uh, they want totally different things. Uh, he wants kids and family, but she does too, but wants to wait. Uh, uh-huh. And she doesn't just want it. She wants it real badly, she says. Uh, Bill doesn't understand, and if he really loved her, he'd wait. But if she really loved him, she would get married to him. So maybe she doesn't love him, but she does. Mm. And I think that was... So the whole thing's just basically a monologue. Yeah, it's her, it's her monologue. It's her kind of moment, you know? So I, I think there's a fair amount to pick through here. Yeah, um, I wrote down a uh, crying scene monologue. And yeah, it's like uh, JoJo has the floor here. Like, uh, everybody's listening, you know, this is her minute. And, yeah, she goes into this, like, monologue while she's crying. You know, so uh, I wrote down, you know, good acting on uh, oh, yeah, yeah. on Lily Taylor's part. Lily Taylor, I think, is strong. This, wanted, is, uh, this is her moment. I wanted some more tears, though. I wanted a little more quivering. Of right. the central three, I think she's putting in the most consistently good performance. I, like, yeah. Daisy's had a couple high points. I actually think, as much as I like Kat's character... Like I think the acting might be a little poor, or maybe it's really good and she's just awkward. Mm-hmm. No, no, like she's pulling off the kind of wallflowery, right? I yeah. guess maybe that's just a thankless and difficult thing to pull off. Yeah. But um, 
unlike this thing on my nose, which will hopefully oh, nice. have lots of cool things. <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, so she starts going into her monologue, and uh, like we were asking in the minute before, uh, she did say that she broke up with Bill, and uh, we were, you know, kind of speculating on whether or not she believes that, whether she did the breaking up or whether Bill did the breaking up. I think it's a little clearer now that she doesn't believe yeah, it. Yeah, and, and it's this a is more lot of a more face-saving thing. This is yeah. a lot more clear. Um, you know, in this minute, she's she's lying. Like she's she's telling a big story and she's lying halfway through. There are glimmers of truth in it, and mm. so that's what makes it valuable to pick through. But um. Yeah, but, but she says, like, uh, yeah, she, first she says that she broke up with Bill, and then she says he got real upset and started to cry. Right. So, like, she not only did she lie, but she made Bill She's cry. She's emasculating. She yeah, made yeah. Bill cry in her version of the story. No, he's so sad that, you know, he had And, to cry, uh, yeah. yeah, she's kind of going back and forth on, like, what may or may not have happened. And um, But, again, it, it puts the power in her corner by right, saying that sure. he cried. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, she's the actor in her version of the story, and he's the one being acted upon. Yeah. Rather than vice versa. Yeah, exactly. So, like, halfway through her monologue, like, um, not only do you realize that she's kind of lying, but she kind of hasn't even really made up her mind yet herself. So she's going into this explanation about what happened, but she's just kind of tripping over her words and doesn't actually know where she's She's telling herself this story as much as she's telling her coworkers. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she, you know, it's... She's venting. She's kind of, like, making it up as she's going along. She's finding out what works and what doesn't. She's contradicting herself a little bit here and there mm-hmm. because she's, like, they want totally different things, but no, actually, they want the same thing. They just want it at different rates. Uh-huh. Uh, right. And, you know, and sh- maybe she doesn't love him or maybe he doesn't love her. But, yeah, like, none of those says, hold uh, up to scrutiny. She know. says, if he really loved me, he'd wait. But then... True love waits. Yeah, yeah, true love waits. But then she's thinking if he really, if she really loved him then she'd just get married to him because, like, why wait? You're either going to be together for... You're either not going to get married for eight years or you're going to get married and still have those eight years. Well, the traditional relationship is important to him. Mm-hmm. And, and the marriage in a church, because he, 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 you know, he said that specifically, he's like, that's important to him. Mm-hmm. And none of that... It, it, it's not, it's, that's not really important to her. Like, yeah, and, and you, you know, it's at, at the end of this minute, she's like saying that, like, she one of the reasons that she does love him, and pr- previously the only reasons that she had said that she loved him was like, oh, he has such thick wrists and right. stuff like that. You mm-hmm. know, um, but now she's kind of looking at it in a different way, like because maybe, maybe because the physicality was taken out of the picture, like, like maybe he successfully got her to examine like what their relationship is. Minus the physical aspect of it, yeah. because she says that like he understands her in a way that nobody else does, um, and I don't know. Can we say the same about her and him? I would probably say no. Like that's right. that's what's actually the problem in the relationship is is that she doesn't understand what he wants or what he where he's coming from. At least yeah. I mean yeah. I think she understands in literal terms what he wants, but um, but like what that means to him. You know, which is why their uh, relationship uh, in general, Bill and JoJo's, is kind of like a—it's like a a unique thing to happen in a romantic comedy. Yeah, you know, in 1988, because uh, her character springs up and she's like almost one of the first characters to like deny all that kind of stuff. Like, why do we have to get married? Why do we have to have? Kids? Again, I don't—I don't know if I 100% agree with that. This is the first instance of this, but I don't know. I just, maybe I just don't watch a lot of romantic comedies. <laughs> um. But, uh, you, you know, it's funny, he kept trying to tell her, like, what she means to... Like, like think about the, the boat and the symbolism of the naming of the boat. So first he names... 
the, the, the boat, like, we covered this in a previous minute, but, like, the boat was named after his mother, presumably by his father, from whom he inherited the boat. Uh, and so now he's doing the same thing. He names it after her. But she kind of rejects this, like, emotional, like, plea. And, and so he, out of anger, changes the name of the boat to Nympho. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's still trying to, like, in his own weird Bill way, explain, like, what where he's coming at this from, you know? Yeah. Like, that he can't just name the boat after, you know, a fling that he's having. He needs, you know, he needs right. the stability of, like, an actual, like, committed relationship. Well, mm-hmm. he wants to take the the, the next step in, in that a true, you know, true adult relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not just be boyfriend-girlfriend. Right. Like, he not only needs her to know why he renamed the boat after her, but he needed her to know, like, weeks ago, and it's beyond the point. Yeah. You know, so he had to take it that far in order for her to finally realize, and this might even still be her pre-realizing it. Yeah, she's like, some of the pieces are on the board, she's just, like, figuring out how to arrange them into, Mm -hmm. like, a cohesive image. And hey, maybe that's why she showed up to work three hours early, so she could take three hours to arrange these things in her head with her best friends. Kind of process. At work. In, like, a work environment. So she, like, takes it out of her bedroom, brings it to work, and says, like, maybe this is where I'll figure this out. Yeah. And she might be right. Do you think she's contributing as much work as she's uh, actually stopping from happening by being there? <laughs> I don't know, but she'll she's like... working real fast. She's like, you know, taking chairs off the table, setting them up, putting up the little flower yeah. vases and stuff. Yeah, like I said before, like if somebody came into my work and started like, like they were, for one thing, three hours early. And another thing, like, fuming about their personal life, but yeah. simultaneously doing work, yeah. I'd, I'd listen a little bit. I'd be like, cool, <laughs> vent away, as long as you know you're sorting napkins, and as long as you're taking chairs down. Um, we get a little bit of a closer look at the uh, arcade machine in uh, I noticed that, too. I noted, I noted that, yeah. Now, previously, I think we had been unable to correctly... I, I think it was... Is it Galaga? I think it's Galaga. I think it's but Galaga. But it looks to me like maybe they've blacked out part of the marquee yeah. in order to avoid... It's either like, Galaga or Galaxian. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's familiar looking, but you yeah. can't really read it. And you get a pretty clear look. Yeah. But uh, it seems like they blacked out part yeah. of it. I think I think they might have for legal reasons. We should make a note to uh, ask somebody who was in it what kind of arcade machine machine that was. You should track down the guy that played like Manny. That, you know, yeah, we should track down the guy who played Manny and be like, yo, what kind of arcade machine was in Mystic Pizza? Manny will have no idea. I don't think it's ever on in any of the scenes either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you think it worked? Like, you think between takes or like, no, you know, they, during they setup, anybody was playing, working. like, Vincent D'Onofrio <laughs> was playing Galaga? <laughs> That'd be great. I would love to see some, like, production photos. Because I can totally ask him if you wanted me to. Yeah, yeah ask him right yeah. now. I'll ask him right now. <laughs> ask him what arcade machine was Guys, it. seriously, if it's not a regular part of the show, uh-huh. a tweet to one of the actors needs to be a regular <laughs> it's a, part it's a of semi- the show. It's becoming a semi-regular <laughs> part of the it's show. because it's brilliant. <laughs> we should get some uh, jingle music for Tweet to Vincent Zanopio. Yeah, this is great. Because, um... That uh, is something we have been regularly doing. He didn't answer my last question, but... Um, he he so. is accessible. He is accessible. Like, he's retweeted us a couple times now. Yeah, like, between, like, 8 p.m. and 11 p.m., I think Vincent D'Onofrio is, like, getting that's drunk. That's his executive time. Yeah, that's like... Also, uh, also say, looking forward to seeing you back in Daredevil. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just at the end. Just yeah. to, like, kind of bring it to the... To <laughs> sure, you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, you got some, if you got some characters... You can have, uh, Are you on Twitter? Yeah. 
Do, do you want to plug your Twitter? Uh, well, it's it's a big fiber because I was you know this Twitter came out. I had no idea what it was, and I jumped on board, and and I was like, let me just you know my game handle. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think I still might have a Twitter. I don't use it. I kind of hate Twitter. I, I only I'm too long winded for I, it. I only use Twitter for jokes. Like if I get, I a think joke, that's how you use it. I get a joke in my head, and I just want to tweet the joke. Or so. I'm a funny person, but I'm not usually like a uh, a joke kind of person that much. Well, it, you know, it could be either like a actual thoughtful joke, or it could be a quirky, you know, observation, which I'm sure you have plenty of quirky observations. So <laughs> that's a good, that's a good, that's a good place for those, you know. Yeah, maybe I'll get back into it now that they've got that longer character limit. They do. They do have more characters now. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So I'm uh, choosing to send this to Vincent D'Onofrio, Lily Taylor, and Annameth Kish because all three of them are pretty active on Twitter. Ah, so yeah. Julia Roberts doesn't seem to be at all. Throw out a few lines, see what bites. So I'm going to say, hey, do any of you guys, any of you guys, <laughs> <laughs> remember what kind of arcade machine was in the corner of Mystic Pizza. Also, can't wait to see you in Daredevil. Again, Annabeth Gish, Lily Taylor, and Vincent D'Onofrio. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe take that last part off. Yeah, yeah, if you're going to do all the other Nope. <laughs> hey, do any of you guys remember what kind of arcade machine was in the corner of Mystic Pizza? Or just in Mystic Pizza? In Mystic Pizza. In the Mystic Pizza set. Yeah. Like, on the Mystic Pizza set. On. In the shop. Maybe. I don't know. The Mystic Pizza set. Hashtag Mystic Pizza. Cool. How about thanks? Hashtag Mystic Pizza. So anyway, uh, what else we got for this minute? Do we want to declare who won? It's kind of a one. It's a one lady show here. Oh well, who won the last minute? It was Manny for just being there and uh, being able to listen to. Yeah, you know, we, we get a close little look and at him I in think, this minute. Uh, yeah, I think in this minute it is Manny again because he is just like he's real into the story yeah. now and he has just has the I, least stakes in the story. I was looking at him and I I was wondering what's going through his head. What is Manny thinking? Like, did you notice he had a cigarettes rolled up in yeah, his sleeve? Yeah, that like, old school. Old yeah, school. like Reese style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did a little bit of a research on Manny from oh, yeah? uh, the last minute because I knew he was going to be on the scene. But um, yeah, I just think it's funny that in this minute, uh, Manny's just standing there by Le- like next to Leona. Like he's like he's like a part of the circle now. When he first showed up at the, you it'd be know, great if he gives her a piece of advice at the end. Like if he's all like, uh, <laughs> you know. You know, do well, what your heart tells you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> has he spoken yet? <laughs> no, Manny has not spoken yet. Was he asleep in a booth in one scene? He was asleep in a booth. Um, I think he told Daisy to stop cursing or something at one point. D- no. Did he? I I don't remember. We're gonna have to watch it again to see. But uh, Manny is played by Bucky Walsh. Is he who, still with um, us? Is Bucky Walsh still with us? I'm actually not sure, but he was in only one other movie. He was in Mr. Sure. Pizza in 1988, and then in 1998. He was in a movie called Enough Already. Was it also um, in Mystic? Is he just a Mystic local? I, I don't know. I did very little research on Manny, and there isn't really much to see about him. But yeah, I, would, I think it's funny if in the next minute he like chimes in the conversation and gives JoJo like this, you know, dishwasher wisdom. Mm. You know, like just just sock him in the nose, Joe. <laughs> Put him in his place. Um, Don't we, he is, do he what died, your heart tells you. Died last year, April nineteenth. Oh no! Oh no! The Bucky age Walsh, of, age of ninety, One April nineteenth. So had we already started this podcast? 
I think maybe right after that. Right after day, so day before my birthday. Oh, we didn't, oh, wow. even, we didn't even check it. 420. You have a 420 birthday? Yeah. Me and Hitler. Nice. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you and Hitler and weed. Yep. <laughs> and Columbine. And Columbine. Yep, that's right. Always. Yeah. You know, because it's depressing me. It is a little depressing. But you can think Alex was born on 420, and then you can feel a little better. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We should go to the zoo this 420. Yeah, that was a tradition of ours back in, like, high school. Yeah, we, uh, we would always try to go... Or, I wasn't part of that tradition because I only started hanging out with you guys like at the end of high school, basically. Mm. And so we were always trying to go to the zoo on 420, but would always get uh, waylaid by, uh, you know, we, <laughs> we wouldn't be any in any condition to go traveling to the zoo. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like, our plan would be uh, to go to the zoo on 420, and then we would be like, let's eat a bunch of brownies, drive to the zoo, and then be at the zoo. So one year so we came really <laughs> close. We kind of... Uh, I was living up on the Temple campus, and, uh, I, you know, so pretty close to the zoo. And I was like, why don't we just, like, all hang out at my place overnight. Like, we'll bake our stuff, and then, like, we'll, you know, set out, and we'll, you know, make a little picnic lunch or something. But then we ate our brownies on the way, and uh, I, before we started recording the previous episode, we were talking about edibles and, like, how they take a while to kick in. Mm-hmm. Um, this time it didn't. It, like, kicked in immediately. Yep. Like, we walked into a restaurant. Um, it was called, uh, what the hell was that restaurant? I have zero clue. It was, like, an upscale burger bar kind of place. Um, Picasso, Picasso's or something? No, that was Immedia, and it's gone now. Is it Van Gogh's? Was it Van Gogh's, maybe? Might have been something like that. Anyway, um, For so... For all intents and purposes. So, uh, we sat down, and we ate our brownies, like, basically walking into the place. Uh, you were dating Angelique at the time, I think. And Angelique... <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> didn't have hers. So what? Hi, Angelique. Um, sure. But, uh... And so, like, but by the end of that meal, I just, like, couldn't find my wallet. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, it was real bad. Like, Angelique had to, like... Well, this, this person everybody knows across, mm, across she America. Had to, like, <laughs> chill Who else was there? You know, Angelique. <laughs> Paul was there. <laughs> Jimmy Smits was there because Smith. he's our friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we go way back. But um, anyway, no, that's not that interesting of a story. Jim Carmichael was there. <laughs> so uh, should Remember we take a look at what's going on with my nose? Oh, yeah. Let's see. All right, let's see. All right, we're uncovering this uh, nasal strip. Okay, let's get the noise. Wrong way. Jay was there. <laughs> <laughs> and I did this pretty recently, so Steve yeah, I don't Smith have a lot. Was there. I don't have a lot. Do you believe in, in a clean, little bit there. clean pores? Yeah, well, my nose kind of looks like a strawberry if I don't do it. So. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you got to keep it clean. Yeah. Uh, but no, that was pretty disappointing, actually. Oh, well. <laughs> Wouldn't have made for good radio either. I mean, we should just claim it. It's amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> so dirty. It was like inch long to spaghetti on it, you know? <laughs> anyway, back to the zoo story. Old Highway May was there. <laughs> Chris... Chris Fingles fourth was there. So anyway, we went back to my place and like passed out on the floor with my very little furniture that I had. Mm-hmm. Bradley Cooper, he was there. Yeah, he's from Philly. He was our oh new- yeah, should we talk about the Eagles? Do we want to talk about this or is I mean that's going to be like two weeks ago by the time this aired? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think uh, I think I may have already pissed the uh, minute by minute people off a little bit about the Eagles. Oh yeah, yeah. He uh, declared us the greatest city in the world and then said that we won the best podcast, which yeah. I. I stand by that. We're the best podcast. Yeah, we're the best podcast. I was joking for, uh, you know. Are you guys going to do the, uh, you're going to go to the parade, you said? 
Yeah, maybe. Uh, it's on Thursday, so I think Steve wants to go, so I guess I'll go with him. Good luck. Yeah, It's going to yeah. be nuts. It is going to be nuts. Yeah. But it's a fun kind of nuts, so hopefully... I work at like 4 p.m., so I'm not going to go to like an impossible-to-get-to parade and then try to leave that impossible-to-leave parade. What what hours are these parades at, anyway? Uh, or this parade? Like, I'm going to say cool. around the 10 a.m. area to 10 to noon. Oh, you should do it. Maybe. I don't know. I'm. I gotta be an adult. I gotta go to work. <laughs> yeah, I gotta be uh, an adult and sleep until like 1 p.m. Because, <laughs> because I'm. Yeah, that's like, a good point. Because I walk, because I get home late, so I'm not going to anything in the city at 10 a.m. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool. That's during his beauty sleep hours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's my REM sleep. That's, All right. That's so the sleep that you need. So we got the uh, the winner of the minute. We got like the nasal strip. Do we anything have the winner else? of the minute? Is it Manny again? Well, I don't know. Uh, do we want to do that same Let's joke give it to twice? JoJo. Let's just give it to yeah, JoJo. JoJo is like really pouring her heart out yeah. here. She's yeah. like learning about herself. She has the stage. All her moment. On her. It's her moment. This is her moment. She's soul searching, figuring out who she is, what she wants to be. This is how she got the job. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So good job, Lily Taylor. You're a great actor. I wanted a little more out of her, but I'll accept it. Well, there might still be a little bit more to come. Well, there might be a little more. Maybe some tears in the next minute, maybe? Yeah, maybe. I want some some real tears. I got the impression that was basically the extent of the monologue, though. There might be a couple lines. Yeah, and now we get to hear what Manny has to think. About. Hopefully, <laughs> well, we can only hope Manny. Hopefully, is gonna I have my fingers crossed that Manny Wouldn't has it be the final Manny word. Has, Manny has like seat. a four-minute mile. <laughs> I hope he, he gives her some like real good life advice, and then he like kind of like blows away like in a dust of like cloud of dust, like like a, like the magical right. character. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What if Manny's a ghost? Yeah, right. What if nobody really? He's a, what's Manny the name of that except ghost? for Jojo? Huh? What's the name of the ghost in this movie? Uh, Elias Montrose. Elias Montrose. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, maybe. Yeah, you know, we're the we as the audience are the only ones who can see Manny because nobody ever really interacts with them. Oh, that would be phenomenal. <laughs> that would, All right, hey, you never well, know. Well, uh, I think that's going to just about do it for uh, this episode of the Mystic Pizza Minute. Yes, uh, this was Mystic Pizza the podcast. Yeah, either or we'll answer to either. Without the podcast, do we have an email address or anything that people could write to if they were so inclined? Uh, at Mystic Pizza or no, no Mystic Pizza Minute. What's the best way to get a hold of us? Mystic Pizza Minute at gmail.com is our email, which uh, you should not write to because we don't check it. But uh, Twitter <laughs> would probably be the best way to get a hold of us. Yeah, we're a Facebook page. We are at Pizza Mysticism on Twitter. We are at Mystic Pizza Minute on Instagram. And we're on Facebook, pretty much, at Mystic Pizza Minute also. Yeah, look it up. You'll find it. Yeah, you'll find it. Um, anyway, so uh, thanks to Steve, our editor. Thanks to Bungler for doing our awesome theme song. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks to Alex for showing back up. Thank you, guys. And mm-hmm. uh, thanks to you, the listener. Bye. Bye. Bye.